ushering the, the presence of the Lord in this building. Amen. <laughs> yes, Lord. The scripture we want to deal with this morning comes from Isaiah chapter 6, verses 1 through 8. There's no way I can deal with all those verses, so I'm sure there's going to be two other sermons dealing with this after the day. If you have your Bibles with you, will you turn with me to this scripture? It's a familiar scripture, but it's a scripture that is near and dear to my heart. It reads in our hearing. In the year that King Uzziah died, in a vision, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, high and lifted up. And the skirt of his train filled the holy part of the temple. Hallelujah. Above him stood the seraphims. Each had six wings, with two each covered his own face, with two each covered his feet, with two each flew. One cried to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. Hallelujah. And the foundation of the thrustholes shook at the voice of him who cried. And the house was filled with smoke. That's enough. We, we're not going to get that far. We're just going to deal with that. Hallelujah. The, the subject matter I want to deal with this morning is I saw the Lord high and lifted up, but you might want to write down a high or higher view of Christ. A high or higher view of Christ. Amen. Let us pray. Father, even now, Father, take me where you want me to go. Take me higher in you where my preaching becomes an act of worship. Father, allow us, even in the preaching and hearing of this, that we will have our own Isaiah experience. Allow each of us, in our own unique way, see you high and lifted up. Lord, even now, your power, your anointing, your words, your presence. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. It was earlier this week that the Lord dropped this in my spirit. And when he dropped it in my spirit, immediately I said, Lord, that is appropriate. That, that speaks to us. That speaks to 
the situation that, that, that we find ourselves in. This is a verse that is dear and, and, and to my heart. This is a verse where when I was young in the ministry, I would lay before the Lord. I said, Lord, I need to see you like Isaiah see you. I need to see you high and lifted up because, Lord, because this task you have called me to is greater than I am. So, Lord, I need a higher view of you. I think that across America, across the world, we need a higher view of Christ today. Our, our view of him got to be so high that regardless of the news report, regardless what other people may be saying, regardless of what the president or anybody else may say, that we know that our God is high and lifted up. Oh, he's good today. He's awesome today. Look at this situation. Look at what is going on here. Isaiah was a good king. He became a king at the age of 16, and he reigned in Jerusalem for 52 years. As a matter of fact, he was so awesome in his, in his kingdomship that after him, Israel has never reached that height again. As a matter of fact, notice how Isaiah approached. He don't say in a year that somebody else had. He said in the year of Isaiah, his death, that means it impacted him. It, it disturbed him. It messed him up. I think that after this pandemic leaves, I think that some of us are going to be saying in the year of the pandemic, in the year that that pestilence hit the world, in the year I lost my job, in the year I got sick, in the year fear over gripped me. But notice what he says. He don't stop there. He said, in the year that the king died, I saw something. My, 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 my prayer, my my desire for each of us that the pandemic does not have the headlines. It may be within the year of the pandemic, but something else happened that was greater than the pandemic. I think that God is trying to get our attention. I think that God is trying to get us to look to him that we may see him high and lift it up. Listen, Israel was, was in prosperity. They was doing good. Isaiah lifted them up high. He started off as a good king. At the end, he messed up. But Israel did good. They were looking to the king. They thought they had it going on. Until he got stricken with leprosy because he did something he shouldn't have did. And shortly after that, he died. And it sent the whole nation spinning in turmoil. They were thinking to themselves, what are we going to do now? The one we depended on, the one we looked to, the one that was leading, we thought we had it going on, but now he has died. You know, some of us are sitting in that same position. 
Some of us are wondering what's next. There was a shift in the nation of Israel. They never went up this high. They never recovered from this. Their name never reached the magnitude again. But God was in the midst. Listen, this what Isaiah saw made him, called him to be the prophet of prophets to Israel. He, he, he was called, lifted up, because now he saw something. He saw a vision, not a dream. Somebody would say, what's the difference? Matter of fact, this morning, I got a text. And someone texted me and said, said, what's the difference between a dream and a vision? Listen, all dreams are not from God. Some dreams is just your mind working on overload. But there are some dreams that God can speak through. A vision is when you are not in the dream state, but you're in a twilight state. You are like in a trance. You, you know your awareness, but, but yet you are still not fully awake, but you're not asleep. But you know something's happening. Hallelujah. Listen, he wasn't asleep. Matter of fact, I believe he was at church. Can you imagine being at the temple and while you're doing what you always done, God intervene and take you in your spirit someplace where you've never been? The vision he sees here is a vision of of the heavenly temple that was a, that the earthly temple was modeled after. And what he saw was the holy of holies. And listen what he says. He says, I saw the Lord. I saw him sitting in authority on his throne. I saw him sitting as God. Listen, not wringing his hands, not Worrying, but fully in control. I'm reminded of a verse that says, be still and know that I am God. Listen, listen, listen. You know what? We know what the position we need to be in. We need to be still and know that our God is still God in the midst of our situation. He has not forgotten you. He has not lost control. Before this pandemic hit the world, it had to go through him. And if God allowed the pandemic to come, then don't you know he has sent enough grace to keep you. You just need to keep your mind stayed on him. You need to look to the hills for we're coming for our help. Our help, my help, your help comes from the Lord. Look what he says. He says, he said he was sitting on the throne high and lifted up. You know what he's saying? Our God is a big God. Our God is a high God. He sits above everything. Everything is beneath him. Everything is under his authority. Everything is under his power. No matter how bad it looks, God still, when he speaks, it's going to change. He was even in control, and he's the one who allowed 
Isaiah to die because, let me explain, Isaiah was getting in the way of them seeing him. What's getting in the way of us seeing him? Have we been too busy? Have we been running after everything else but God? Have we been trying to to be our own God, be our own way? You know, it's funny that we don't take God, we don't take time for God on Sunday. But guess what? Some of us got everything for God now. (laughs) We got time now. We are in a Sabbath whether we want it or not. Got family time, got studying time, got all sorts of time. And God got our attention. He got Israel's attention when he had to move the one they looked to out of the way because he was getting in the way of them seeing him. Hallelujah. It's funny, I remember years ago when I came across this verse in the Gospel of John, chapter 12. And in this verse of the Gospel of John, chapter 12, what I discovered was that Isaiah was seeing the pre-incarnated Christ before Christ came to earth. See, this is Old Testament. This is before Christ came, before he became flesh and came to earth. And what he saw was, he saw that, that Jesus was the manifestation, was the vision of God in the Old Testament. Look what he says. It says, while you have light and believe in the light, that you may become the sons of light. These things Jesus spoke and departed and was hidden from them. Next verse. But although he had done so many signs before them, they did not believe in him. I hope you're not one of those. Next verse. That the word of Isaiah, where we're at now, the prophet might be fulfilled, which he spoke, the Lord who has believed our report. To him has the arm of the Lord been revealed. Next verse. Therefore, they could not believe because Isaiah said again, next verse, he has blinded their eyes, hardened their hearts, lest they should see with their eyes, lest they should understand with their hearts and turn so that I should heal them. Next verse. These things Isaiah said when he saw his glory and spoke of him. Look what he's saying. He's saying that in this day, after the gospel, after Jesus came, that there will be some people whose hearts are so hardened that though he was right before them, they would not believe. My question is this. When you hear the gospel, is your heart hardened? Is God using this time to get our attention? Has God allowed this pandemic to take place because we were too busy to recognize that he is God? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, I think that that there's two things happening. 
I think that there's some people coming to the knowledge of the Lord, and I believe, I'm praying for a revival after this. But I think there's another thing. I think for those of us that was already Christians before this, sometimes we can get caught up in the things of the world that are love for him, our dependency on him, our time of praising him, our time of getting away with him. Sometimes we get too busy for our own good. <laughs> Guess what? God is shaking now the foundation of the things that we depend on so we can get the right foundation. Hallelujah. Listen, listen, if our life is built on things that can't stand, this storm does shook it out the way. But if you are standing on Jesus, if you know that he is God, that he is God in the flesh, he, he is the, 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 the God wrapped up, he is the, the expression of the God here, then guess what? Your faith should be strong. You should know that our God is a keeper even in the midst of this. As I follow my Bible, what I discovered is that every person of God has to come to a place where you need a higher view of him. I remember in the book of Exodus, here Moses is, and Moses did mighty works. He done, he done brought the children of Israel out of Egypt. I mean, I mean, he's a bad boy. The Bible said that God talks to him face to face. I mean, this boy is bad. Ain't nobody like Moses in the Old Testament. But, but, but after he got through dealing with all the Israelites, you see him on top of the mountain. After he went up there to get the tablets of God, they start playing downstairs and acting up downstairs. Here he is trying to lead all these people in the promised land. And he realized with all of his skills that he didn't have the power to do it. So here he is in Exodus 33, and he is up on top of the mountain saying, Lord, if you don't go before us, don't send us. Lord, go with us. Lord, let me see your glory. What do you mean, Moses? You don't see his glory. Oh, you don't understand. I need a higher view of my God. The view that I got now is not strong enough to keep me. I need to know that my God is a bigger God than my trouble. I need to know that my God is big enough that no matter what befalls me, he got me. I need to know, I need to know that I can place my faith that I can trust him with everything and he's big enough to hold me. Do your faith represent the bigness of our God? Listen, no matter how, how, how spiritual you think you are, there's always a higher view. There's always a higher level. There's always a higher anointing. There's always a higher knowing. There's always a greater because God is infinite, which means that you can't know it all. You can't see it all. You can't have it all. And, 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 and trouble makes us fall before him that we can see him more clearly. I think God is correcting our vision today. 
I think that God is showing us that, that what we thought we knew, we need to know more because our God is bigger than that. He's greater than that. He's sweeter than that. He's all that and more. Amen. Can I give you one more? It is, it is Paul in Philippians chapter 3, that Paul in Philippians chapter 3, Paul is talking about his history as a Pharisee. And what he's saying is, hey, I, I was a Pharisee. I was circumcised on the eighth day. He said, hey, I was zealot above all my peers. He said, I was a bad boy. I was on my way to success. But he said, but after I saw Jesus, after I saw him in his glory, after he knocked me down and he showed out and I recognized that he is everything he said he is. He said, the only thing that I desire now is Jesus. He said, therefore, I chase after him. I wonder, who are you chasing after? Who are you running after? This ought to make us chase him even more. This ought to make us pray more, read the word more, spend more time before him more, seek his heart more. And listen, he says, seek me while I may be found. You know what that's telling me? If you seek him, you will find him. Well, when am I going to find him? When you seek him with all of your heart. My brothers and sisters, I'm like Paul. I don't think God's finished yet. I believe that as Philippians chapter 1 verse 6 says that the good work that he started in you, he's going to continue it. He's faithful. He's able to continue the work that he started. God's up to something. You need to tell the person next to you, God is up to something in my life. I, I don't know what it is, but I feel him moving. I feel him changing. I feel the spirit of the Lord working it out in my life. And even though I don't like where he has me, I know that God has me. As long as you are in his hands, don't you know nothing can happen to you unless God allows it to happen? See, I don't know about you. I'm covered. You ought to say I'm covered today. You ought to know that you're covered today. Listen to what Paul says in Philippians as he goes. He says, that which he apprehended me for. Hallelujah. You know what that is saying to me? That God reached out and touched you. You didn't touch him. He touched you. I don't know where he found you, but I'm so glad he found you. Perhaps right now, he's finding you. He's finding you watching me preach this message to you. And God is reaching out to your heart. God is saying that I got plan and a purpose for you. So you sense the movement of God in your heart right now. He said, he goes on and said, he said, though he apprehended me, he said, I still haven't completed what he has apprehended me for. I still got purpose. Do you still got purpose? Did you know as long as you are on purpose, doing your purpose, can't nothing happen to you. Death can't take you. The Satan can't stop you. Did you know that nobody can get in your way but you? Because when you are on purpose for God, God will move people and things out the way. 
God will open up doors and shut doors just for you. God is up to something. Hallelujah. Don't let your disappointments take your eyes off the Lord. Don't let what you see presently. You know what blows me away? That God works in the background where we can't see him work. So what should I do, preacher? Paul helps us with this. He says, press. Huh? Press. What you mean? That means press your way through. You know, the Bible would not have said press unless there was obstacles that was going to get in your way. See, by faith, you got to press yourself, believing that God is up to something, believing that he's going to make a way out of nowhere. He said, press towards. Listen, don't linger. Don't, Don't quit. Don't give up. But press your way. See, when you know that you know that you know, then you're going to press your way through. People may talk about you. The devil may try to stop you. Obstacles all in your way. But press, press, press. See, God is trying to see if you trust him. He's trying to see if you know that our God is able. He's trying to see if your faith is strong enough that no matter what people throw at you, that you got a made-up mind that you're going to press your way. Press your way. Press to your victory. Press to your healing. Press to your deliverance. Press, press to the high calling of Christ Jesus. That tells me it's higher than we are now. It's greater than we are now. That there's something before you that God wants you to get to, but you got to believe him. You got to trust him. I understand it gets hard. I understand you want to give up. But God is up to something, and he wants to know, do you trust him? Listen, a coal and a diamond is the same thing. The coal has been pressed. Pressure and heat. And then all those elements somehow are transformed. And a coal turns in to a precious diamond. That's what he's doing in your life. Through the breaking, through the cracking, so that more anointing may come, so that more power may come, so that you can shine with the character of Christ in you. Do you know him? Have you accepted him? Are you trusting him? Are you depending on him? Today, won't you let him in? 
today would you say, Lord, I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Come into my life. And I understand that you are, you are, you are, you are doing something in me. Through the pressure, even through the pain, even through the suffering, you up the something. So Lord, have your way. Today, Lord, I want the high calling. I need a higher view of you. I want to see what you're up to in me. Today, Lord, have your way. Have your way. Today, Lord. If you would do that, watch him show up. Watch him show out. Watch him do what he's going to do. Will you accept him today? He loves you. He got purpose for you. He got this destiny for you. At the choir, praise team, lead us in the worship. and destiny with your name written on it. Would you go to prayer with me? Father, even now, hmm. Father, I love the fact that you know each of us by name. I love the fact that every hair on our head is numbered. Lord, you are 
You know everything about us. You know our greatest hurts. You know our greatest desires. Father, you know where we're at right now. And you're the only one that can meet us. Can meet us where we're at. I'm so glad that you love us the way you do and that, Father, you want to come and, and meet us and help us and speak to us and love on us and comfort us. Lord, across the globe even now, somebody's calling you. Lord, in fact, we all need you whether we know it or not. So, Lord, you're the God of our grace the God of our comfort. Lord, you sit high, but you look low. So Lord, right now, I'm praying for your healing. All sorts of sickness. I'm praying for your comfort because there's the brokenhearted. Lord, I'm praying that you befriend someone that feels like they're friendless. Father, I'm praying that, Father, you just come in no matter where we are, just show up right now. Just speak a word to us. Just wrap us up in your arms of love. Lord, right now, Father, we need you. Oh, we need you. Lord, life is too much for us. The weight of it, the, the pressure of it, the problems of it. But Lord, you are still God. Help us to see you higher. Help us to see you greater. That you are gone all by yourself. And though you're high, you reach down. You reach down to where we are. And you meet us where we are. Lord. Lord. Even now across this world meet us minister to us love on us and we will forever give you the praise save us save us and we'll forever give you the praise in the mighty name of Jesus we pray we love you all there's there's, there's, there's help coming your way. His name is Jesus. So hold on to his unchanging hand. And we will forever lift him up because he is worthy. See you next week. This time. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give him the highest praise. Hallelujah.